slash radio. What up? It's 609. It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. Garrett Lewis, KNSTAM 792 songs. Most stimulating talk. Uh, you might be shocked, but there are three things that I think you need uh, to know. Number one, uh-oh, what's happening? Cold feet may may Christine uh, uh, Christine Ford not show up to the to the Senate hearing on Thursday? Uh-oh, her lawyers are already upset that somebody that's qualified is going to ask her questions. <gasps> what? Yes, this is what's happening. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Second thing that I think you need to know. We'll get to that. Oh, boy. Second thing that I think you need to know. All of a sudden, now this is this Gallup poll was taken before. It's very important to know that. Taken before the Kavanaugh hearings. However, now, where's that blue wave? Republicans have their favorability is the highest in seven years? What? What? Seven years? You've got to be kidding me. And there's more to it. If you look in the actual details of it, it shows the Democrats are losing American women, losing the middle class. Blue wave? What? What? So we'll get to that. They're waving bye. Are, is, the is, it, is it bye, bye, bye? Bye, bye, bye? Nah, 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 nah. No, 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 just, I was just thinking more of the boy band, Bye Bye Bye, but I probably shouldn't Insane. say that, but yeah, I was going with that, right? So there's that, which is nice. Uh, third thing that I think you need to know, man, there are 10 Republican senators, according to a story from The Hill, that have not committed for Kavanaugh, Jeff Flake leading the way. 10 Republican senators have no spine, no backbone, but then all of a sudden I see a an interview on MSNBC with a New York Times reporter, and the New York Times reporter says, believe it or not, I'm being told the Republicans, uh, I was told, told by senators that they're actually all galvanizing around Kavanaugh. So who the hell knows what's going to happen, right? Who knows? Three things I think you need to know. Now, did you see this interview with, with Kavanaugh? Now, it wasn't the most exciting interview, but it wasn't supposed to be exciting. He's supposed to seem, you know, real. Uh, and, and get it out there. And, you know, if anybody looks... Now, we don't know what people are really like. You know, people are shocked when all of a sudden some actor or some famous person, whether an actor or not, uh, does something, and they're like, I never would have guessed that. Yeah, no kidding, because everybody's crafted and sculpted and molded and all this other stuff, right? So people are surprised by that. So nothing would ever surprise me. However, if you actually saw the interview with Kavanaugh yesterday, and you saw him, and he was, I mean, he and his wife were on the verge of tears at certain points. I can't imagine how tough this is for them to go through. But if you look at this, I mean, if anybody is like a straight-as-an-arrow Eagle Scout, Boy Scout, just choir boy, it seems to be this freaking guy. I don't know if I could have partied with him in high school. I don't think he did party as much. Well, well, (laughs) He was boring, which is not bad. No, it's not bad. Because if he was fun, he'd be working here. And and some of the things, well... (laughs) And some of the things, I'm not fun. Some of the things that he said, I I felt absolutely awful. I mean, this guy is having his entire life exposed. I mean, listen, it was going to be exposed anyway to a point because he was, this is the sixth time the FBI is looking into this, uh, into his background, because he's been a judge, worked in the White House, all this stuff, White House under George W. Bush. 
So he's going through all this stuff. And and now all of a sudden you get these two girls, two, two women, that claim that this stuff happened 30-something years ago. Nobody can actually back up their claims. Nobody. But the media and the Democrats, shame on them, have no problem exposing. Uh, it, it, well, just trying to expose this guy's personal life to a point that is... It is beyond ridiculous to to damage his life, to ruin it. The guy's got daughters. He's got a wife. He's not a bad person. You know, these same dirtbags that are the Democrats, that are the media and the swamp Republicans won't expose their fellow members of Congress, right, that use the slush fund money that they get, our tax dollars, to pay off people that they sexually assault, physically assault, verbally assault, whatever it might be. Raul Grijalva did it. We talked about it. They have a slush fund of our money they use to pay them off, plus our money to pay for their legal fees. And they don't say a damn thing about it. It's why Jeff Flake is the one of the biggest jerks on planet Earth. You're such a wholesome guy. Why don't you out your fellow members of Congress that are doing bad things there, Jeff? Well, you don't know about it? You're too stupid? This guy's such a freaking waste. I mean, I, I really don't like this dude. I don't like this dude at all. Can you tell? A little bit. Just a tiny bit. So I want you to hear. Um, how you really feel about? I I know. I I mean, this guy. He's just he's just a horrible human being. He is a bad 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 person. So I want you to hear one of the. This is what everyone's going to talk about. At all the things that Kavanaugh said. The one thing that he said. I mean, to to say that he's being accused of sexual assault. He had to come out and admit, and he's being mocked for it now, by schmucks like Jimmy Kimmel. God, I can't stand that dude either. You know, you'd think Jimmy Kimmel, I mean, I guess you wouldn't. I mean, after everything he went through with his kid and the kid's open heart surgery when he was just born, and thank God that kid is okay. But you'd think maybe you could take a step back and not be such a jerk hole. Like, there's better perspective on things. Nope. Nope. Anyway, I want you to hear this. And he was asked some really insane things. And I don't blame Martha McCallum for asking the question. She had to ask him. Sex parties. He's being accused of all this stuff now. Right? All this stuff. Uh, let's do the short version of this. Number 22. Brett Kavanaugh had to admit that he was an actual virgin. That, that through high school and through college. This grown man, 53 years old, married, father of two girls... Because he's being attacked so unfairly, he had to actually admit this on national television. Just listen. Hang on, you have to put number four up. It stopped. One of these days, Alexis, you're going to figure that part out. Yeah. Okay, go back to the beginning. Here we go. So you're saying that all through all these years that are in question, you were a virgin? That's correct. Never had sexual intercourse with anyone in oh, high school? I mean, really? Correct. Through what years in college, since we're probing into your personal many life years, here? Many years after. I'll leave it at that. Many years after. Now, this grown man had to admit this, to be a Supreme Court justice. And... I think Ruth Bader Ginsburg is still a virgin. Don't, don't, no. No, sorry. No, this guy had to admit this stuff. On national television... And he had to actually go through this. And it shouldn't be something to be embarrassed about, but you know there are going to be brain-dead people. No offense. <laughs> Not you, Jimmy Kimmel. Oh. Brain-dead people that are going to mock this, ridicule him, you name it. Because this is what this is what they do. Let's, uh, do we have the Kimmel soundbites? We have the Kimmel soundbites? Oh, yeah. Number 29. You'll hear, well, you heard the exchange. 
I want you to hear it in full context, though. Jimmy Kimmel, last night, you probably didn't hear this. Jimmy Kimmel, the people believe he has a big audience. What does he have, like one point, you know, a little over a million people watch it, which is uh, less than 1% of the entire country. So, anyway, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, this is what he said. Here we go. Kavanaugh himself doubled down on denials. He did an interview on Fox News tonight in which he revealed a lot. I've never sexually assaulted anyone. I did not have sexual intercourse or anything close to sexual intercourse in high school or for many years thereafter. And those, uh, from mm-hmm. the schools I went Where's to, that can laughter? and I uh, were so friends. So you're saying that all through all these years that are in question, you were a virgin? That's correct. Never had sexual intercourse with anyone in high school. Correct. Through what years in college? Since we're probing into your personal Many years, years. many years after. I'll leave it at that. Wow. I mean, you hear this garbage? Many, many, many. He's a virgin until many years after. So if he doesn't get to be on the Supreme Court, maybe he'll be the bachelor. They've got to say This is Jimmy Kimmel, huh? Gets even better. So you may or may not be aware of this. Get 30 ready if you don't mind, Alexis. Thank you. Brett Kavanaugh said he's going to prove that he wasn't at this party in 1982 because he actually kept a calendar of things he was doing then. Going while he was away on vacation, he's uh, working on sports, other stuff, things like that. Of course, that's mocked. Just listen to Kimmel. Here we go. Professor Ford claims Kavanaugh tried to sexually assault her at a high school party. Uh, he claims that he kept calendars detailing his social engagements from 1982 that will help to exonerate him. Okay, what 17-year-old keeps calendars of his social engagement? <laughs> no wonder he was a virgin. <laughs> now again, I have a sense of humor. Don't get me wrong. But it just bothers me that these kinds of Dregs of society, to quote Joe Biden, like Jimmy Kimmel, could use this. This guy is opening up having to prove that he is not a rapist. Which is not how it's supposed to work in these days. There's no charges. There's no charges. There aren't going to be charges. Uh, I got a great, great uh, text from a friend who says, yeah, I guess where all this stuff is alleged to have happened the local authorities are refusing to investigate, and it's because Christine Ford doesn't want to press charges because if she does, she could be prosecuted for filing a, fo- a false uh, uh, police or, report and yep. charge. And so she could she could be a big show. This is all a giant freaking facade. And Kimmel's out there, you know, making, making fun of this poor guy. I hope he gets confirmed. I hope Republicans just say, screw this. I wish they'd just step up and say, you know what? We know exactly what this is about. This is a charade. You're trying to I mean, just be honest. Like we are on talk radio like Trump is. This is a charade. You're trying to delay this. You don't want the fifth conservative on the court. Enough is enough. You, you know what are you going to drag out 50 more people that say something happened 30 years ago? And this is just ridiculous. No more. You could have questioned this. You didn't want to question it. You want to say it during the hearings. We've had enough. We're going to vote on this. And then I hope that yeah, this Kavanaugh guy with his ruling sticks it to these freaking people. I hope he does. Anyway, one more. This is uh, Kimmel, number 31. Uh, this isn't even funny. I don't, I don't get it, but here we go. Hear me out on this. So Kavanaugh gets confirmed to, to the Supreme Court. Okay. Well, in return, we get to cut that pesky penis of his off in front of everyone. <laughs> no? That's not good? No. Okay. That's funny. I, I didn't think so. I didn't think so. 
So this poor guy, you know, despite the fact everything that he said, and we have great sound bites, he and his wife, again, there were times that he and his wife were literally on the verge of breaking down, which I can't blame them. Their whole life is being turned upside down and exposed. They knew things were going to happen, but this is beyond the pale. And morons like this, I mean, what are you going to, you know, low, this is the lowest common denominator. That's what Jimmy Kimmel is. So uh, that's all he has. And and that that's what he's going to do. That's, but it just, it sucks. It's just not even fair. Matter of fact, there's something else. You got to hear there's an actual senator that is basically, this guy, you literally disqualify yourself from many things in life. What he says Brett Kavanaugh has to do to prove he's innocent, which that's not how it works in America. That's not how it works. You'll hear that coming up. It's it's crazy. So we'll get to that. Uh, also, I have an announcement. We were supposed to do a story at 710 this morning about uh, a local high school and a teacher teaching things that are just ridiculous. So we reached out to the high school last week, we left a message with the principal, and on top of that, the principal's dad. We know somebody that knows the principal's dad. Never heard back. Never heard back until yesterday when my teases were out throughout the day saying we're going to talk about this. I'll tell you about that coming up as well. KNST AIM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Being informed unleashes a great feeling. Stimulation. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 641, thanks for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. Well then, number one, will Christine Ford show up on Thursday? Her lawyer is already complaining that they don't like what's going to happen when an actual trained person asks her questions. Oh, what? What? They're objecting to having an outside counsel, another lawyer, hired by Republicans to question her. We don't want a lawyer asking her any questions. Excuse me? We'll get into that. Second thing that I think you need to know, Gallup shows that Republicans' favorability has reached the highest point in seven years. Democrats have always been more favorable. Now, all of a sudden, Republicans are up 45-44. They're winning. They, they've cut down the lead Democrats have with women. But this isn't supposed to happen this way. I know, right? Middle class. Now it's on the Republican side. What? Yes. Third thing I think you need to know, we'll do this at 710 this morning. Kirsten Cinema. her campaign takes another hit. The New York Times questioning if she's honest and truthful. Uh-oh. She apparently has campaigned for years saying that she grew up, she knows what it's like to be, to grow up without anything. That's why she fights for you. She grew up uh, homeless in an abandoned gas station. No running water, no electricity. Well, New York Times got court records and it shows her parents were actually paying utility bills. Like water and electricity. She had no good answer. We'll get into details at 710 this morning. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, and I and I put this on Facebook, and I shared it. Like me on Facebook. Follow me, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. I just tweeted it out, too, at Garrett Lewis on Twitter. The only person that's a bigger fraud than Martha McSally is Kirsten Cinema. Right? I'm just saying. The only one that's a bigger fraud is Kirsten Cinema. We have a horrendous choice, but you still have to have a choice. You still have to make the choice. And as much as I don't trust Martha, I trust Kirsten Cinema a hell of a lot less. However, let's go to Martha, shall we? Uh, 
The yes, number yes, number ten, exactly. This was in our news yesterday, and I didn't get a chance to talk about it because it's all Kavanaugh all the time. Martha McSally does the famous uptick here, and she's talking about President Trump. Just listen, and we'll talk about it. Here we go. I think it's really important uh, to have him here, especially for uh, some Republicans who are maybe happy and don't think they need to get out to vote for them to be reminded of the stakes of this election. <laughs> I mean, you can't. Garrett, you're too, you're, you're just being too critical. Dude, everything's an uptick. It's like she has a question mark after everything that she says. Just do 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 it again. And this is all about will Trump do you want Trump to go to, to come to Arizona to help you, right? Do you do you want that to happen? Where we have horrible politicians where Doug Ducey actually is invited to the White House, Trump endorses him, and Ducey is still such a chicken bleep. And we'll, let me just put the caveat out there because apparently people don't understand this. David Garcia is a freaking nut job. As much as I don't like Doug Ducey, and he's done some okay things with taxes. He's done some good things with taxes. I get it. But when it comes to uh, getting rid of uh, O'Brewer care, which is what we have here from the last governor, and Common Core and all this other stuff. He he freaking flip-flop, man. He flip-flop. Uh, Ducey doesn't want to say if he wants Trump here or doesn't want Trump here. I do or I don't. I'm not sure. Because he's, look, he's a Chamber of Commerce guy. He's a Chamber of Commerce Republican. That's what Doug Ducey is. Doug Ducey, I should get the soundbite. I didn't put it in, but I should get it. And he actually, when asked about the Kavanaugh situation, he said this is a Washington, D.C. thing. Instead of being an honest person saying, you know, seems like a good guy. He uh, he signed a letter supporting Kavanaugh. And he says, this guy's just getting the run around. The Democrats are just trying to gum up the process. Let there be a vote. You, you can't all of a sudden have people pop up and say, something happened to me 35 years ago, and we stop everything. You know, every crime is taken seriously, but this is a bit much. Why can't he say that? Why can't he say that? So anyway, one more time, Martha... Uh, do you want Trump to come to Arizona to help you and other politicians get elected? Here we go. Here we go. I think it's really important uh, to have him here, especially for uh, some Republicans who are maybe happy and don't think they need to get out to vote for them to be reminded of the stakes of this election. Wow. Now, besides the uptick stuff, how about the fact that she tore into Trump? Throughout the election, and even days before the election, she would even say, we have the interview she did with, uh, with, with one, of the, one of the local TV stations, where she wouldn't actually come out and say she supports the Republican nominee, which was Trump. She still won't say if she voted for him. We know she, she, she didn't vote for him. If she did, she would have said, of course I voted for him. Um, she was not a fan of Trump. We, we have the audio when there was a, a hidden microphone in a meeting that she had where she blamed Trump. Last year, before she announced she's running for Senate, before Flake said, I quit, no mas. She said, Trump is the problem. I mean, he is going to hand the House to the Democrats on a silver platter. I mean, she said all this stuff. And now all of a sudden, good old Martha McOvery's is like, oh, hey, hey, I would love it if he came here. We need that guy to come here. It'd be awesome if he came here. Now all of a sudden, she needs the Trumpster. Frustrating, isn't it? It's also entertaining that again that she's actually doing this i wish a reporter would say i know it's a bit early but come 2020 you're gonna vote for trump and <laughs> see what she says this is why she won't come on this show we have actual questions about these things it's a yes or a no question it, it really is I, I to me it's not it's not difficult it's it's actually quite one more time i just want to before one, one more time it just 
makes me laugh. Just the uh, I, it's hard for me to actually hear the content of what she's saying when I'm just concentrating on the upticks. Okay, here we go. I think it's really important uh, to have him here, especially for uh, some Republicans who are maybe happy and don't think they need to get out to vote for them to be reminded of the stakes of this election. So Martha is not really motivating lots of people to want to go vote for her. Shocking. Despite the fact she's running against a person, the only person, a bigger, that runs from her past more than she does in Kirsten Cinema. Is this too much? You sure that isn't the reason she wants to come on this show? The way you talk about her and her way her speech patterns? You know what? Grow up. No, grow up. <laughs> <laughs> grow up. She could say whatever she wants uh, about me. And she did. Remember, she did the little bless Garrett's heart. Yes. And the listener said that she didn't really mean it. She was kind of gritting her teeth like, bless Garrett's heart. If I could take that guy outside and kick the crap out of my wood. So I got anyway. money on her. Uh, she listen. She uh, she she took on terrorists, terrorists, and she's got ovaries. I don't have ovaries. Who would win that battle? Somebody with the ovaries, without the ovaries? Yeah. Now, if you're just tuning in, you don't know what we're talking about. You probably think I'm like a sexist pig, and you're somewhat right. But no, she said it herself that she actually called out guys to grow a pair of ovaries. That's actually an uptick too, isn't it? Can you get <laughs> dude, before you get to the calls? Can you get to that too? It's it's just it's just funny because she yeah good grow a pair of ovaries and get the job done. Oh, she actually went down on that one. That was good. That was good. Hang on, Chuck. Welcome to KNST. Hi, Chuck. Chuck, welcome to KNST. Good morning, sir. You're doing great. Oh, thank you, man. So, you know, it's genius. It was years of training to learn to speak like that for her because in the future when she's running for president. And when they pull out these clips, she's going to say, uh, if it turned out good, she's like, yeah, that's what I meant. And if it didn't turn out good, she goes, well, I was questioning it. Didn't you hear my voice? <laughs> so so she's good either way. It's, it's genius because so many people are getting tripped up by clips of them from years ago now. Yeah, well, yeah, thir- 35 years ago, someone taught me how to speak it's, this way. It's yet more proof that she carpetbagged her way to Arizona and has been groomed for... Uh, this position all along. That's why she screwed over Jesse Kelly. Well, I don't say she screwed. Listen, Jesse Kelly had his own issues. He was extremely overconfident, and uh, and he and he actually uh, he's the one that lost to, to Gabby Giffords for whatever reason. It's hard to beat an incumbent. I get it. And then and then uh, do you remember the story that came out that she wanted people to vote for Ron Barber so then she could take on Ron Barber. So in, in that in that way, I guess yeah, you could say that. She screwed over you know, well, the, the, the establishment, which she yes. is a big part of. Well, I don't know if you realize that she actually worked for Senator John Kyle uh, when he was a senator the first time in his office. So maybe that's I where mean, they he, realized that uh, this one will he, be somewhere he, next. He's got his baggage, too, if you look back after he stuff that came out after he retired. But like I'm what? sure they'll, they'll use that against him. Like what? Well, he's not um, going to run for re-election. If I remember right, wasn't there, wasn't there accusations that... Him and some of his male pages or assistants went on camping trips or something. Not that I heard of. No, I I remember that, but I don't. I can't. I can't confirm that. And even if it happened thirty six years ago, we can't confirm that. So no. I mean, all, the only thing that Kyle did that was bad is that he totally sold out on illegal immigration. Other than that, he did a great job. Well, everyone in Washington has done that so far. Seems so. Seems so. All right. Thank you. See you, man. Bye. Uh, but I wonder now that just really quick, one more observation about the uptick. I wonder maybe that's why she flip-flops so much, because she's not quite sure of what to do, so she can go back and forth on things. So she's like, I can always cover my butt on that, because, yes, I always talk with the uptick. I was against 
Uh, I was actually I was for amnesty, but then I was against amnesty because I'm not really sure what the details were. All right. How many people can get away with calling a Republican congresswoman McOverys? <laughs> Jerk. Jerk. Is that old lady going to call back that yelled at me the other day? Last week was last week. I hope week. so. That was all. I'm Didn't not listening, listening to you. Yeah, there you I'm go. not listening to you, but you're a jerk of the things that you say about Martha McOvery's. What do, you, what do you mean by that? No, no, I don't listen, but you're a jerk about it. what I say. You're a jerk. So anyway, 710, we'll get to the other one in this race, Kirsten Cinema. <laughs> Kirsten Cinema caught red-handed in a flat-out lie about everything she said in the past, despite the fact that all these things are going against. Did you miss the other two gigantic things against Kirsten Cinema? How is Martha McOvery's not destroying her in the polls right now? Maybe she is. We don't know. But, I mean, it should not even be a race right now. That's how much people are not motivated to vote, I guess, my, my in my bubble, for Martha McSilence. That's me. That's what I say. All right, 653, we'll continue. That's coming up. And we have to get to also Ted Cruz. Here we go. More civility. Ted Cruz chased out of a restaurant by crazies that hate John Ka- uh, Brett Kavanaugh. That's all coming up on KNST. Hello. 7.08, it's Tuesday, September 25th. The craziness of life continues. Morning ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. There are three things I think you need to know. Number one, well, is Christine Ford going to show up on Thursday to testify before the Senate to answer questions? Her lawyers already fired off letters saying that she is mad. They are mad because the Republicans have hired a lawyer to actually ask questions. They said, no lawyers, no lawyers. The hiring of an unnamed, experienced sex crimes prosecutor is over the line. That's what they're basically saying. I'm sorry, isn't this about sex crimes? I mean, why wouldn't you ask someone? Nope, too much. So, I listen, it wouldn't surprise me. We should throw odds on this if she doesn't even show up on Thursday. You don't think she's going to? I don't think she'll be there. Wow. I mean, how do you does think this, she'll be there? You know, if she doesn't show up, they should say, forget this. Let's do a vote right now. Second thing, I think you need to know, Republicans, thanks to Trump, they now are leading Democrats in favorability, according to Gallup. Now, this is before the whole Kavanaugh situation. Uh, but I think, again, Republicans seem to be kind of kind of behind this, I think, at least. Uh, they leave 45-44. They are cutting into the lead with women, bigly. They are uh, winning the middle class. We'll get into all that stuff. Third thing that I think you need to know, Kirsten Cinema caught in another lie. I mean, this is another blow to her campaign. Why isn't Mick Sally taking advantage of this? Um, she apparently tells everybody that will listen that she grew up homeless. Well, the New York Times got some documents and questioned her about her actual growing up homeless without utilities and uh, it turns out that she had no good answers. She may be lying about all this stuff. Three things I think you need to know. We're getting to that in just a second. Now, um, I've been hit up really quick by a couple of people, right? Uh, by a couple of people that say, you know, I'm not an expert. Maybe you should kind of hold off on the McSally stuff until after the election. People are calling in. I'm getting messages. No, and I'm not unfairly saying things about McSally. And if if you can't understand why I'm upset with McSally and have issues... And if you can't understand why I say cinema's worse, I can't help you. And if you think that other people can't help it, I what do you want me to do? It's not my problem. Well, Garrett, for the great... I get it. Listen, I do a radio show. Wouldn't I seem like a freaking fraud if all of a sudden I turn on, on, on a dime and tell you how great I think Martha McSally is? Absolutely. Yeah. I can't do it. 
Can't do it. Like, here's another one. It just popped up. You heard that ding. It's just on my phone. Stop Mar- being a jerk. Martha McSally is not a fraud, Garrett Lewis. I know you don't like her, and that's certainly right. However, she's still a young junior politician. She won't come on the show and answer freaking questions. What do you not understand about this? She's flip-flop. She said, I'm for amnesty. She yelled at John Kelly, you better take care of the deck recipients in my district in Tucson. Then she had that video of her doing that. It was a hearing scrubbed from the Internet. Then she had her own name from a bill that she sponsored removed because it was going to provide amnesty for illegal aliens. It's okay to ask questions. Holy crap. So anyway, that's that. That's all it is. Why are people putting Martha above questions? I, I, I don't understand. I why, I, why can't you ask her a I, question? I, I, you know, I guess you have to ask her. And why are people having an issue with me? Actually, that's what I'm asking. Yeah, why, yeah. why are people having an issue with this? You think I'm the only one? You I mean, think these I'm are, the only one. But these are the same people who sit back and complain that oh, I send this guy there. He's supposed to work for for me. And he never mm-hmm. listens to anything I have to say. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Gail is the one. She commented. I put this up on uh, KNST's Facebook page and mine. Uh, she is still a uh, she's a lot better now than she was at first. I think she's finding her way in a political world, and she's representing Arizona well. Hell, a lot better than Flake and McCain did. Well, we, all we want to know is which Martha to believe. And both those guys wouldn't answer exactly. questions either. Exactly. So you go do your own thing, Gail. I appreciate that. Uh, again, it's the. The three pounds of poop versus the ten pounds of poop. We're going to eat poop no matter what. Stinks. Right? We're going to eat poop. I'd I just if, be deep fried? You know what? Maybe it would be better. But I'd rather be three pounds and ten pounds. just the way it is. So, and by the way, yeah, if you're just tuning in, we're supposed to talk about... She just responded back. Okay, but maybe just concentrate on her, on her, uh, on Kirsten. Chill, chill out. Chill out. So... um. Oh, the Don is arriving at the UN. Look at the crowd. I love it. So anyway, uh, so we have this situation. He's going to give a speech a little bit later uh, about foreign policy and everything else to the fraudulent United Nations. So let's get back to the situation. I was supposed to talk about the school stuff. We'll get to Kirsten in a second. Uh, There's a school here in southern Arizona. High school teachers doing some really wacky crap in class. I got videos of it. I got pictures of it. I got evidence of it. I got assignments, picture of assignments. So I called the principal last week of this school. Tuesday. Left a message. Never heard back. Found out that uh, we it would mutual people that knew his dad got his dad's number. His dad said, "I will get, I, I will make sure he gets back with you." Didn't hear a damn thing until yesterday, three thirty-five in the afternoon, when he called me back. Why? Because yesterday, at the end of the show and throughout the day, I teased that I was going to talk about that today. And all of a sudden, he, oh, I, I like to talk to you about this. Well, you had a freaking week, man. But you know what? I'm feeling nice. You don't ask him questions about this. So he's going to try to minimize it. Anyway, so he's supposed to call me back again today. I left him a message. He's supposed to call me back. So no matter what, we're going to talk about it tomorrow, whether or not this dude calls me back or whatever. Uh, but I left him a message, and hopefully this principal will call me back. And, uh, and I'm going to talk about it. It's, it's, it's out there. It's not the principal's fault unless it was handled incorrectly. But it's at his school. So we'll get to that tomorrow. All right? Simple as that. I apologize for not coming through today, but I want to, you know what? I'm going to give it a little chance right here. Okay? So there you go. I think that's fair. Thank you. I don't like being fair. I know. I have a lot of pent-up unfairness because my wife doesn't treat me f- <laughs> uh, By the way, I'm getting texts from friends. You're right, dude. She is a total bleeping fraud. Quote that about Martha McSally. So anyway, there's a story in the New York Times 
uh, bits and pieces of it in in Fo- on Fox News's website. Senate Dem hopeful Kirsten Cinema challenged over details of homeless upbringing. If you know anything about about Kirsten Cinema, she'll tell you that she grew up homeless. She, I know what it's like to have nothing. I grew up homeless and blah blah blah. I'm not listen. That's that's tough, right? It's tough. But is she really telling the truth? The uh, the right wing New York Times. Yes, the conservative New York Times. I'm trying to say with a straight face. <laughs> did a story about this. Uh-oh. Man, oh, man, oh, man. It says here, uh, the Fox News part of it, and they quote the New York Times. Kirsten Cinema has come under fire after repeated claims that she was homeless and lived in an abandoned gas station in Florida with no running water or electricity. Now these claims have come into question. Sounds about an abandoned gas station. Like her parents just pulled up, saw an abandoned gas station, knocked in a window, said, let's just squat here. That's the picture you get in your head, right? Mm-hmm. Not really what happened. New York Times obtained court records detailing her parents' payments for an electric electric bill, phone bill, and gas bill while they were living in the abandoned gas station, contradicting some aspects of her story. So you lived there with no water and no electricity, but your parents were paying electric and phone and gas? Hmm. The records were part of her parents' divorce case. Cinema's mom and her stepfather revealed their monthly payments for utilities while living in the service station, which was owned by the stepfather's parents. So it's not like what you think. I mean, listen, I'm sure it's not fun to live. We know this. It's not fun to live in an abandoned gas station. But it's not like they just pulled up and they're like, ooh, that has... When, you know, no windows, it's got metal, you know, just, just some wood covering on the windows. Let's just knock it in, go in there and just put up some sleeping bags and burn some wood. No, it didn't work out that way. The stepfather wrote to the court, we are unable to provide adequately for the children. His bills exceed 2000 a month. He only brings in 1500 Okay, that's Andy Howard, Kirsten Cinema's stepdad. Cinema's claim of living in an abandoned gas station without running water or electricity has been a common theme. During her campaigns for public office, she told that to Fox 10 back in 2012 when she first ran for Congress. She said to Fox 10, quote, you know, when I was young, my stepfather was out of work for several years and we lived in an abandoned gas station with no running water and no electricity. Sometimes we were hungry and we relied on the kindness of others to help us get through. The new accusation, she didn't say the government, did she? Kindness of others. So shouldn't she believe in tax cuts to give people their money back so they can help you out? Anyway. So these accusations put Kirsten Sinem in a very bad position. In 2009, she wrote a book on political organizing. She wrote, sometimes I'm too honest. She's a big fan of honesty. She also noted it's also wrong to tell half-truths and be sneaky about the truth. No doubt about it. That's from the New York Times story. So she's being a bit, a bit sneaky, isn't she? When the New York Times asked her, can you explain why your parents are paying utility bills despite not having electricity? I mean, what's the point? She couldn't explain it. She said, quote, oh gosh, I don't have an answer for that. That's not something a little kid would hear about from her parents. So you never got the story straight? You're 42 years old now. You never got the story straight, huh? Nothing like that ever happened. Hmm. But you're going to use that to try to get elected to office. Funny how that works, isn't it? 
says here she also declined to directly answer whether she exaggerated details about her upbringing. Quote, I've shared what I remember from my childhood. Don't you love that? Yeah. I know what I lived through, she told the New York Times. Wow, the New York Times really going after this lefty, huh? Uh, There's more to this. What did her stepdad, what did her mom say? What did they say about this kind of stuff? I'll get you all that. And do you remember what else she has taken shots for in the past couple of weeks in her campaign? How is McSally not up by double digits at this point? 880-KNST, 880-5678. We'll go over all that and some more details about this story. It's insane. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk, but no running water. Okay. 2016 Arizona Republic story noted that the previous owner of the gas station, wouldn't that be her stepdad's parents, said the building had a spigot and wood-burning stove. In a statement to the New York Times, Kirsten Cinema's mother and stepfather said they lacked power and water when living in the abandoned gas station. They didn't address questions why they still paid utility bills. Huh. And when I say that, you listen, we don't know where Martha's coming from. She has gone one way to the other. And if Martha would just be honest and say, you know what? I didn't like Trump, you know, and I would, I would totally understand why. I mean, I don't agree with it, but I would get it, right? Some of the things he said, he's, you know, not the normal politician. He's very gruff, very blunt. I get it, right? And if she said, but I've seen what he does work, and that's why I'm on board, and I realize that it's better to, you know, Dak is not good. I get it. Say it. It's okay. We can change. But she won't say it. She won't say it. But that's why I say the only other person that's a bigger fraud than Martha is Kirsten Cinema In this New York Times story, it says here, Lauren Kuby, a liberal city councilwoman in Tempe, emphasized that Ms. Cinema is a solid progressive on many issues. But Ms. Kuby, again, the councilwoman there in Tempe, was blunt about what was behind the evolution. Quote, Kirsten has always had her eyes on a larger electorate. Acknowledging the driver being ambition. The driver being ambition. So what does that mean? How do we know which Kirsten Cinema's out there, right? How do we know? She is she just doing this just to get elected? Is she doing this to try to take away independence? Is she lying about what she really believes just to get elected? It seems that way. So she's a bigger fraud than Martha. Do you understand why I'm saying this now? Right? So it says here in this story, you know what, let me play, throw me up over there if you don't mind real quick. Uh, this is part of a uh, Channel 3 TV up in Phoenix story that took place last month, August 9th. Kirsten Cinema, just hear part of it. I mean, hard-hitting stuff from this TV journalist. You ready for this? Listen, here we go. Kirsten Cinema tells us... But I don't want to sound like a total nerd. Her love of learning changed the course of her life. It was my ticket to the American dream. It was a one-way ticket out of her familiar story of being homeless for almost three years. It was tough when I was a kid. Cinema. There you go. Her familiar story. You can bring it back down. Thanks, Alexis. It says here in the New York Times... Uh, in 1984, Ms. Cinema's family sought a new start in this small panhandle community where her stepfather, Andy Howard, had roots called Defuniac Springs, north of the Gulf of Mexico, far from resorts and waterfront summer homes and all that other stuff. Uh, her stepfather found only part-time work as a computer science teacher, so the family of five moved into what had been, a, had been built as a service station in 1972. The building still stands today and is vacant. In filings from 85 and 86 to the judge who handled her parents' divorce, Cinema's mom and stepdad outlined monthly payments they made for an electric bill, a phone bill, and a gas bill while living at the station, a former gas station. Stepfather's parents lived in a farmhouse nearby. So we went through this. 
So asked twice whether she had ever embellished details about her childhood. Cinema paused and didn't answer directly. Quote, I've shared what I remember from my childhood. I know what I lived through. In this and other interviews on her homelessness, a pattern emerges. Cinema often includes vivid details, some that contradict other accounts. So we have that. Is she lying? Is she not lying? What's funny is that that doesn't come through until about halfway through the story. But the story from the New York Times is all about her, uh, her image shifting. Did her life story shift as well, basically? That's what it says. Her image shifted. Did her life story? And the New York Times didn't really hit that until halfway through. So, um, who do you trust? Who do you not trust? This is why we have just terrible choices here in Arizona. Uh, it's too bad because Kelly Ward would have made a hell of a hell of a pick, right? Hell of a pick. Um, so we have that. 880-KNST, 880-5678. You can comment if you'd like. Again, I have that story on my Facebook page. I mean, just a fraud. And again, why Why is Martha McSally not crushing her in the polls right now? I mean, all this stuff is out there. Remember, again, really quick, the big hits to Cinema's campaign. This, lying about her, her childhood, just to try to get heartstrings, right, for votes. Uh, also, the fact that she tried to look out and protect men, adults, I should say, that got caught paying for childhood uh, sex with child prostitutes. Well, what if they don't know if they're kids? What if they can't tell if they're underage? What if that's Kirsten Cinema right there? Um, and and then there was why am I losing my mind now? There's something happened last week too with Kirsten Cinema, where it just it just looked like, and it's on my Facebook page. It just looked like she was really having a very, very, very tough time. She kept getting hit with like scandal after scandal after scandal about her background and what she believes. Oh, you know what is the, about her past about how she called American uh, military terrorists, made them look that way, working with anarchy groups, anti-war groups, that kind of stuff. And she said that American uh, military is inflicting terror in the Middle East. No wonder she's trying to make herself look like a moderate. She's not. But she needs your vote. And she's counting on you not liking Martha. I'm just telling you. That's why you got to hold your nose and vote for Martha. 733, you can comment if you'd like. 880-KNST, 880-5678. We'll get to the Brett Kavanaugh stuff. He really said some incredible things. And it's really pathetic uh, that he was forced to admit very personal things about his life and his upbringing. We'll get to that. Ted Cruz getting chased out of a restaurant. Wait till you hear that coming up right now on KNST. It's Fox. What's happening? Thanks for hanging out. 741 Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. I, I dig it. Thank you for being here. Three things I think you need to know. Number one is that we don't know if this Christine Ford's going to show up on Thursday. I really have a hard time with her showing up. Her, her uh, attorney already wrote a letter. He's mad that Republicans, mad that Republicans have hired an attorney that is an expert uh, on sex crimes. He's going to ask her questions. How dare that happen? Isn't that what this is all about? Second thing, I think you need to know Republicans are now up 45-44 in favorability. Hasn't happened that way. It's the highest favorability in seven years. Thanks, Trump. You know, you know it's not because of Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell. Not because of John McCain and Jeff Flake. No, 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 no. They went in the middle class. We'll get into all this stuff. By the way, it's coming out as well. Really blue wave after all that stuff. Uh, consumer confidence is now at an 18-year high. 
hits 138.4 versus the 132 estimate, which is what the egghead said. You got to be kidding. These eggheads are always wrong. Uh, third thing that I think you need to know Kirsten Cinema caught by the New York Times lying about her childhood struggles. I had no power, no water. Court documents show her parents were paying electricity, gas, and phone bills. Whoops. Three things I think you need to know. So even though I said all this stuff about Kirsten Cinema, right? All this stuff. I'm still getting some nasty messages from people upset that I, uh, I'm, I'm saying anything negative about Martha McSilent. This is not a laughing matter, Garrett. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's a crazy matter. It's crazy. Oh, boy. Um, anything good you can uh, maybe pass along? Uh, let, me, let me get this stuff. However, <laughs> I, I'm getting some funny things about why people are actually, people have ideas as to why Kirsten Cinema is doing okay. Right. Uh, here's here's my favorite one so far. Uh, but uh, wait, wait, wait. Let me go. Let me, I'm gonna make sure I read it the correct way. Okay, here we go. Why McSally's not destroying cinema? My opinion. Lots of Trump supporters remember her and Trump in 2016. Meaning McSally. And then he writes, "Cinema is way cuter with the glasses. She has that naughty librarian look." We're, listen, we're men. It's what we do. Time to learn the Dewey Decimal System. And I love it. Oh, we have this out, but we have it. Uh, here's another one. Remember what, about cinema's utility bills. Remember what George Costanza said. It's not a lie if you believe it. <laughs> <laughs> that is perfect. Jerry, it's not a lie. You believe it. Uh, and here we go. Red state. We're in a red state. The conservative gets beat by the rhino, and we're left with the choice between a radical leftist and the rhino. I know. I get it. I get it. Uh, so that's... That's a real butte there, Clark. Real butte. So, Ted Cruz. we got to play the Ted Cruz audio. Ted Cruz was out to dinner with his wife at a restaurant in Washington, D.C. When the nut jobs, and I don't understand these restaurant owners that let these people come in this way. A big group of people goes in and literally starts yelling at Ted Cruz and his wife. I mean, and, and by the way, where is the condemnation? Were they following Maxine Waters? Maxine Waters rules? Uh, this video was originally tweeted out by a Twitter handle that was uh, it's connected to an Antifa site, by the way. Smash Racism DC. That's their Twitter handle. Twitter handle. They claim to be Antifa. So Smash Racism DC walks into a restaurant in Washington, DC, and they see Ted Cruz and his wife Heidi, and they start to harass them. Imagine sitting down at a restaurant, you're trying to enjoy dinner with your husband or wife, and this group of people come in, and they start yelling at you, and it sounds like this. We believe survivors! 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 way hotter than you do! We believe survivors! We believe survivors! We believe survivors! Let my wife through. We believe survivors. 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 We believ
in the premises. It's a private space. Ted Cruz and Brett Kavanaugh are best friends. Fuck down, Kavanaugh. Cancel Kavanaugh for women's rights, for rights of every marginalized community. Unbelievable. Cruz only responded to them. He got up. I don't know if you could hear it or not. He said, God bless you to a guy that was in his way. And they continued to yell at him. Uh, did you hear at one point when uh, somebody yelled, Beto is way hotter than you? Yeah, I did. Because his opponent, uh, Robert, now he's Hispanic Beto O'Rourke. Robert, when he was the captain of the crew team at Yale. Uh, yeah, Beto is hotter than you. Okay. Good, good one. Good one. So that uh, that happened. This is what we have to put up with. Do we again? How do the how do they not call police unless the restaurant really was okay with it? Speaking of Brett Kavanaugh, he talked about uh, what you know women and and things like that, and and we have to get to these. These are just incredible things that were said yesterday. What he's being accused of now, um, Brett Kavanaugh. Oh. Let's do number 23 because he was asked about what people are saying to him. He's like, look, how about people that actually know me? And then just, you know, he really doesn't like women, right? Just listen to this. Last night on Fox with Martha McCallum. Here we go. The, the people I went to high school with, uh, the girls and the boys, now men and women that I went to high school with, uh, you know, I was good friends with them and we remain good friends. That's how 65 people on a moment's notice, 65 women. It's 220 people total, men and women, who knew me in high school. And I would say, fair process, let me be heard, fair process, hear from both sides, and listen to me and the facts I've described, and listen to the people who've known me throughout my life, Mm -hmm. the men and women, the women who've known me throughout my life, who've known me best. And in, in my job as a judge for 12 years, I've been promoting women's equality, and there was a problem with women law clerks getting hired at the Supreme Court. I am the leading federal judge in the country, the leader in the entire country, of promoting women law clerks to get Supreme Court uh, clerkships. But he hates women, right? Hates women. Uh, it really is sick what's going on. We'll get more from, from Kavanaugh. Again, he and his wife had to say certain things yesterday, and he had to admit such personal things about his life to try to prove that he is not a person that commits sexual assault. That's not how it's supposed to work in this country. It's supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. Except if you're a target of the Democrats and the media. Then you have to prove that you're not guilty. What if somebody said to Chuck Schumer, Hey, you beat your wife. No, I don't. Prove it. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So we'll have uh, some sound bites. And what do you hear what some senators say? Especially this one chick. We'll get to that Amy Klochabar, what she said that uh, it literally makes no sense. But this is what they do. This is what, what she said about Brett Kavanaugh, what caused her to be worried about what he said during the interview. And then you get this dirtbag, Michael Avenatti, the, the lawyer for Stormy Daniels, the porn star. He apparently claims that uh, that Kavanaugh, and this is CNN, he was on CNN saying this, uh, that Kavanaugh uh, was involved in a group in high school where they uh, wanted to do uh, sex trains and get get girls, uh, drug them, and get them drunk. I, are you kidding me? And CNN let this go on their airwaves. you got to hear all that. It's coming up. KNST AIM 790, Tucson's most 
stimulating talk. We're paying electricity, gas, and phone bills at the time. So how is that possible? And she couldn't give an answer, neither could her parents. Three things I think you need to know. Lion Kirsten Cinema. There you go. Lion Kirsten. So you have that. Now, before we get to the Brett Kavanaugh stuff, thrown there and everywhere, when it's good, I'll play it for you. Uh, I can't stand the United Nations. There's a whole bunch of socialists that hate America, yet we in our tax dollars have to pay for everything that, that, that they get there at the U.N., and Trump gets up there, and you know what I love about Trump and you love about Trump is that he's not sugar back the way you live, respect our freaking borders. He, he actually is sticking it to these socialists, and you know they can't stand him. This is the beginning. I want you to hear this. This map over there, are we cool? This is the beginning of what he said to the UN General Assembly. They laugh at what he said about his accomplishments. Just listen, here we go. In two years, my administration has accomplished more than almost any administration in the history of our country. America's so true. They start laughing. He's so true. <laughs> Didn't expect that reaction. but And then he just continued. Didn't expect that reaction. That's all right. Didn't expect that reaction from you socialists. When every time, you know, every time there's some kind of uh, hurricane or tornado, you want America to help you out. Screw you. Every time you get hit with terrorists and stuff like, screw you. Every time you're going to have some, you know, a Putin or some laughing, mocking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. I know. Don's sticking it to him. Sticking it to him. Um, the Don really, I mean, there's, there's actually some really good stuff here. Put me down over there if you don't mind. In America. Um, listen, listen to this. Here we go. America will always act. In our national interest. That's right. I spoke before this body last year and warned that the UN Human Rights Council had become a grave embarrassment to this institution. Our ambassador to the United Nations, Nikki Haley, laid out a clear agenda for reform, but despite reported and repeated warnings, drew from the Human Rights Council, Mm -hmm. and we will not return until real reform is enacted. For similar reasons, the United States will provide no support and recognition to the International Criminal Court. Boom. As far as America is concerned, by Americans, we reject the ideology of globalism, and we embrace the doctrine of patriotism. There you go. Let me just tell you, I'll be the first to say it, and I don't care. John McCain is spinning. America is governed by Americans. We reject the ideology of globalism, and we embrace the doctrine of patriotism. You know what is going to be said about that later today? Probably now on CNN and MSNBC. You know, you know, what, you know what's going to be said? You ready for this? <clears throat> Hitler right there. I mean, he's he's got he's just like Hitler. And this is the white supremacist, the you know, the 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 KKK stuff. This is the things that, you know, he is obvious just by that statement. He hates everybody that's not white. He doesn't like women, don't like black people, don't like anybody, because right there, that's that is dog whistle for Nat's gonna happen. I'm just letting you know. That's what's gonna happen. That was freaking good, wasn't it? Right?
That's what that was fantastic. You want one more? Okay, here we go. Hang on. We're standing up for America. This is great news for our citizens and for peace-loving people everywhere. Yep. We believe that when nations respect the rights of their neighbors and defend the interests of their people, they can better. You can bring me down over there. I'll let you bring me up. Thank you. This is what we want, right? How is this bad? Why didn't Obama say it? Because he was a globalist. Why didn't Bush say it? Why are, why are we against Mexico? But Mexico first. Canada, the same thing. That's the point. You know what? One more. One more over there, if you don't mind. Remember Obama got elected, did the big apology tour. Remember that, right? We got sick of that. Why are you apologizing? We're the best. Why are you saying, because other countries aren't as, but he would say that it's not fair in that aspect. Trump said this just a little while ago at the UN. Here we go. We will not allow our workers to be victimized, our companies to be cheated, and our wealth to be plundered. It's just so friggin' easy, isn't it? It's just so simple. It's just so easy. There's never going to be another one like them. Live in the moment. Drain the swamp. Make it happen. Maybe, just maybe, he will have such a profound impact that... Text from Dave Smith. Not laughing now. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Hey, Martha. Hey, Martha. You like Trump now, Martha? Huh? we get a little Martha uptick real quick? It just makes me laugh. Uh, Martha did not want to. Do you, do you find out? And, and well, just come out and help her get get elected. That's She's not really, I guess, being the driving force. Her ovaries aren't galvanizing the people to get out. And, it, she said it, not me. That's weird. But her, her what, because her ovaries aren't galvanizing enough <laughs> to get people out to vote for her? How does that even work? I, uh, some Republicans who are maybe happy and don't think they need to get out to vote for them to be reminded of the stakes of this election. And I really hope he comes out so he can help people uh, think that I'm really good and they can vote for me. 880-KNST, 880-5678. We got to do the Kavanaugh stuff, though. And you got to hear how bad CNN is. This, this freaking dirtbag, this lawyer for Stormy Daniels, Michael Avenatti, has made the most outrageous, ludicrous... This was on CNN. We'll get to all that coming up in five. Don't go anywhere. Morning Ritual, Gary Lewis, KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word BANK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rate supply. That's BANK to 200-200. Eight twenty-seven. Thanks for hanging out, Garrett Lewis. With you, sunny and ninety-four today. KNST AM seven ninety. Tucson's most stimulating uh, teacher here in Southern Arizona, teaching some really stupid crap and doing some stupid crap in class. And I, after a week, and I teased that I was going to talk about it today. The principal finally called me back, so I'll talk to him later on today. So we have that which to say. So let's get some audio ready, if you don't mind, Alexis. So uh, there was really, really. A- I knew they wanted her to ask all these questions. So Michael Avenatti, 
And you're going to hear what Martha McCallum uh, read, the, basically, what, what this guy tweeted. He is the dirtbag lawyer for Stormy Daniels. This guy is out of control. He's just a complete and total nut, right? Just a complete and total nut. Let's do number 17. You got to hear this. Uh, uh, he's not a virgin. Anyway, just listen to this. Here we go. That did not happen. Did you ever have any sense that any kind of the description of the behavior that I just described with these you know, women being taken into rooms and, and raped or having sex with a number of men, consensual or otherwise, that that was going on at the party? We never participated in any such thing, but I never saw or heard of any such thing. And um, we, we were, I was focused on trying to be number one in my class uh, and being captain of the varsity basketball team in doing my service projects, going to church, the the that sports and being a good friend to the boys and the girls that I was friends with. We have these great lifelong friendships that are fantastic and supporting each other through the ups and downs of life and and you know, they're an awesome group of people. There you go. Now, uh, the Avenatti gang rape thing. This is insane. Just listen to this. Here we go. Michael Avenatti says uh, that he has significant evidence and another accuser who claims that you and Mark Judge at multiple house parties in the Washington, D.C. area during the 1980s would participate in the targeting of women with alcohol and drugs to allow a train of men to subsequently gang rape publicly. Did you ever participate in or were you ever aware of any gang rape that happened at a party that you attended? That's totally false and outrageous. Mm -hmm. Never done any such thing known about any such thing when i was in high school uh, and i went to an all boys catholic high school at little flower uh, working on my service projects and friendship friendship with my fellow classmates and friendship with girls from the local all girls catholic schools and yes there were parties and the drinking age was 18 and yes the seniors were legal and had beer there and yes people might have had too many beers on occasion and and regret or cringe a bit, but I, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about an allegation of sexual assault. I've never sexually assaulted anyone. I did not have sexual intercourse or anything close to sexual intercourse in high school or for mm. many years thereafter. And the girls uh, from the wow. schools I went to. Question, you were a virgin. That's correct. Never had sexual intercourse with anyone in high school. Correct. And through what years in college since we're probing into your personal many life years, here. Many years after. I'll leave it at that. Many years after. Every witness that they have brought up, these women, they've said it's never happened. Not one person can say that, yes, these women are saying that they're telling the truth. But there have been a lot of people saying that actually never happened. I was named as a witness. Never happened. So, response was to this on CNN. CNN is a... They were, they were an embarrassment to begin with. What was said on CNN's airwaves will literally, I mean, you you didn't think they can get any lower? They did. That's coming up right now on KNST. It's Fox. Fuck. 8.40. Thanks for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. They're upset that the Republicans have actually hired outside counsel, an attorney that's a sex crimes expert, to ask her questions. How dare they actually do that? They might actually, he might prove that she's full of crap. We just don't know. So it wouldn't surprise me if she doesn't show. Second thing that I think you need to know. Second thing that I think you need to know, I'll share with you, uh, is that the uh, the economy is just rolling along. Consumer confidence, highest in 18 years, beat the experts' prediction by by six points, for goodness sake. Uh, on top of that, on top of that, 
Um, you have this uh, this great story about from Gallup that there's 45 to 44, and I swear we will go over this. Women, they are closing the gap with women. They have uh, they've oh they're leading in the middle class. All this stuff, this great stuff that's going on, and it'll be totally ignored by the media. Third thing, I think you need to know Kirsten Cinema, who is the Democratic Senate candidate running against. It comes out that in 07, as a state lawmaker here in Arizona, she was doing her everything she could to protect men uh, that that got caught for paying for sex with child prostitutes. Uh, then, of course, back in like 0203, she was an anti-war nut job Green uh, Green Party activist that actually said American troops were inflicting. She has made being homeless as a kid like a staple of her campaign. New York Times, the right-wing New York Times, has found out that, well, she claims that she didn't have any running water, any electricity, all this other stuff, but they got court documents that prove her parents were playing were paying utility bills. Her parents couldn't didn't respond to the didn't answer the question is, well, did you pay or did you not pay? From the New York Times, three things I think you need to know. All right, let's get to the Michael Avenatti stuff. We were just played before the news break. Um, Michael Evan, uh, 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 Brett Kavanaugh, just incensed that somehow this claim from Michael Avenatti, Stormy Daniels, come forward and say that Brett Kavanaugh and his buddies in high school drugged chicks and had sex trains at parties. He was like, what? And Brett actually had to admit, and this is so sad, that he was a virgin. And it's not to say that he's a virgin, but he shouldn't have to divulge that personal stuff. But in order to fight back these stupid allegations, he got mocked by Jimmy Kimmel. We played it in the first uh, hour of the show. We'll play it again, that dirtbag Jimmy Kimmel. But Michael Avenatti was brought on CNN because CNN has really, I mean, they have become just the dirtbag network. They really are. I mean, it's it's pathetic how, how awful CNN is. But Michael Avenatti was asked to comment about, here's the first thing from this dirtbag lawyer. Here we go. So what exactly is he saying? Is he saying that he did not have sexual intercourse? And are we going to get into a definition That's the word of he used. exactly? Well, exactly. I mean, are we going to get into a definition of sexual intercourse? I mean, does that mean that he performed oral sex or had what? oral sex performed on him? He want America to believe that the only Jeez. thing that he did until well into his college years was effectively uh, kiss or French kiss a woman is that what he wants America to believe? Well, because I don't, believe, believe I don't it. believe it. Well, what if the well, senators do? Does that clear him? Well, I I don't believe it, and I think it shows that he's lying. That that is an absolute lie. This is CNN. Yep, talking about oral sex, talking about sex trains. Yeah. Let's do one more from Avenatti, 26, and then I have something that's funny for you. 26, somehow to prove that Brad Kavanaugh was not a, is not a, was not a virgin in high school. And by the way, this we're we going to have to do this now. Now he has, to, he has to somehow prove that he didn't actually commit sexual assault just because two women said that he did. Now is he going to somehow prove that he was a virgin back then? I mean, what? Telling the truth. One hundred percent. That is our burden, and we're going to embrace it, and we're going to embrace meet it. it. And I'm confident that Dr. Ford is going to embrace it mm. and meet it. And I think that there's going to be others that are going to embrace it embrace and meet it that and standard. Meet. Wow. CNN. We have the condom that was used. Yes, the co- Yes, that's what. I mean, what, are you serious right now? He's a lawyer. We're going to get one of Stormy Daniels' uh, colleagues in the porn industry to come out and say, Brad Kavanaugh, and he'll have to prove that he didn't have sex with her. 
This is so insane. Michael Avenatti, after this stuff, has locked his Twitter public profile from view. After he announced that his client now that he was talking about, I have a client that can come forward and dispute this stuff. I have a third person that says that he's done this. 100% credible. Oh, yeah. Now his client, he says, might not come forward against Brett Kavanaugh. There's a shock, right? His client has multiple witnesses to corroborate her story, willing to take a polygraph. Well, now he's walking it back. He tweeted out this morning, let me be clear. We will disclose the client's name and accusations only when she is ready. And we have adequate security measures in place. And not a moment before that. It's her choice and hers alone. As sure you do. So he, he, mm-hmm. he doesn't take any kind of ownership on, on this not happening whatsoever. He throws it out there. Of course. Runs with it. Yeah. But if it doesn't happen, he has no, yep. he doesn't lose anything. Because right. it's not his exactly. decision. He locked his Twitter account from public access right after he did this. This is Michael Levinati. Is there any kind of like ethics? Ethics board for lawyers? Yeah. Oh, I know. Sorry. I know. Don't they take an oath? A Hippocratic oath or something or Hippocratic? other? Hippocratic? Doctors? What? No, they listen. They're lawyers. They got to do what they do. It doesn't matter. Let the free market rule. Uh, this guy is just a joke. CNN, I mean, you just, just awful. Just awful. Even C1190 for saying this stuff. That's how, that's how insane this is. Only if the Republicans had a freaking backbone and said, forget all this. Let's just take the damn vote. You know, you clowns like Jeff Flake and little Bob Corker that hate mm. Trump more than anything else. It's... It's pathetic. Um, we have more time. Is it eight? Okay, hang on. Let's go to the end. We'll do more in the next hour, where he says he never sexually assaulted anyone. All this stuff, it's all there. But I want you to hear uh, nineteen. Would he drop out of this process now? Nineteen. Would would you know? We'll do when we get back. We'll do when we get back. Would he drop out? The answer given. You're gonna like what he said. We'll get to what Jimmy Kimmel said about him being a virgin. This just never stops. It never stops. This cycle, does it? Uh, 849 Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 790, Tucson's Most Stimulating Talk. Nine oh six, Garrett Lewis with you, KNST, AM 790, Tucson's Most Stimulating Talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, hi, by the way, it's Tuesday. Is Christine Ford going to show up on Upset Republicans had the audacity to hire a lawyer that is a sex crimes expert to ask her questions? Wow. Her attorney wrote, it's inconsistent with your stated wish to avoid a circus. And we repeated requests that senators conduct the hearing. Uh, You know, and Trump actually apparently earlier said uh, he's upset. He thinks... Republican Senator Chuck Grassley is getting rolled by Christine Ford, and he's right. You know, at some point, Grassley, just freaking say no. Nobody in the media is going to like you. Well, now you're being mean to a woman. No, they're going to say that anyway. Hit the highest mark in 18 years. Beat estimates by six points. It's incredible what's going on. Republicans, according to Gallup, now actually at a seven-year high in favorability, more favorable than Democrats, 45-44. Winning the Democratic senator uh, that is running against Martha McSilent caught in a lie. Oh, she likes to campaign and say, I know how it's tough. I grew up homeless as a child. I am in running water. I have power. I have electricity. Well, the New York Times investigated. The New York Times. The New York Times, wow, they're actually paying for utilities like electricity, phone, gas. So apparently you weren't growing up without water and electricity and whatever else, were you? The New York Times asked her about this, 
she was kind of surprised she couldn't explain why her parents paid utility bills despite apparently her claim that they didn't have electricity. Do you need McSilent? How much more? How much more, right? At least Trump has guts. A few minutes ago, he told you at the United Nations after his big speech, he said, I back Kavanaugh. These false accusations cannot be allowed to happen. Only if Republic Stupid already. Anyway, let's move on, shall we? Let's talk about uh, some more stupid things that, that the Democrats are doing and the Republicans are letting them get away with. Number 16. Number 16. Apparently, what are you, crazy? He was asked about this by Martha McCallum. Number 16, here we go. Was there ever a time that you drank so much that you couldn't remember what happened the night before? No. Uh, that never happened. You never said to anyone, I don't remember anything about last night. No. Good morning. Senator Amy Klobuchar from Minnesota. Actually, Ryan, if you remember, when we were in D.C. a few weeks ago, she yep. was the genius that was asking the stupid questions when we were sitting in the uh, the Kavanaugh hearings. I was tell- telling Alexis about that this morning. Oh. So Amy Klobuchar. Oh, yeah. Amy Klobuchar, number 28, uh, actually had a... He is wrong or something. It undermines his credibility. Just listen to this. Here we go. And the second thing about that interview was when he said uh, that he actually downplayed his drinking and he said he'd never really blacked out so he didn't remember things. I mean, those are things that really go to credibility given some of the stories huh? circulating out there. So that, so the guy, the source, random stories. Well, the fact that these random stories apparently hold more water than the guy that actually said it. Well, that's Amy Klochewar. That's the Democrats for you. Well, there's stories out there that deny it. You know, the story came out about that chick from Yale that claims that he took it out, showed it to her, but then the New York Times couldn't find anybody, and they literally had zero, right? Zero. Zero witnesses to back it up. But that's what happens. You know what? Let's play. You know what? This is what America's become now in the eyes of the Democrats. Can you play number 27? This is a big one. Chris Coons. Chris Coons, this morning... Actually said that uh, appointment to the Supreme Court, uh, and who I think now bears the burden of disproving these allegations, uh, rather than uh, Dr. Ford and Ms. Ramirez, um, who should be dismissed um, with slanderous accusations. So, so it's Kavanaugh who has to somehow prove that he didn't do what he's being accused of, but the other ones can't. They, they don't have to actually prove. Again, it's not new. I don't think the world is going to crashing to an end. But this is just this is just nuts. This is just this is literally insane as as to what's happening. It's insane. 880-KNST, 880-5678, if you'd like to talk about it. Feel free. Feel free. Uh, I don't know how this guy stays in this, but you know what? Brett Kavanaugh talking to Martha McCallum, and she asked about dropping out, and uh, here we go. I'm not going to let false accusations drive us out of this process, and uh, we're looking for a fair process where I can be heard and defend the... My integrity, my life, the inequality for women, starting with the, the women who knew me when I was 14 years old. I'm not going anywhere. This dude, I mean, good for him. Because, I mean, you might say, well, why would you want to do this? Now, I look at it as a dad now that I am a dad and I have two freaking kids. Can you believe that? Scary, isn't it? I have a job or whatever, and then I start getting smeared. And it's bad, and it's gross. How can I look at my son? How can I quit and then look at my son and say, you know what? Just because things are going tough, you can't quit. And that. So people might say, why would you want to do this? How can he want to stay in it? That's why. That's why. So I want you to hear his wife, number 12, Ashley Kavanaugh, was asked, 
about this process. And she's in agreement. Here we go. Harder than we imagined. And we imagined it might be hard. But um, at the end of the day, our faith is strong. And we know that we're on the right path. We're just going to stick to it. So We're going to stick. What about the daughters? I just thought these were very interesting. Number 24, Ryan, if you don't mind. Um, number 24. I mean, everything. This, this guy going to be Supreme Court justice. Anybody ask Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Elena Kagan, who actually said great things about Brett Kavanaugh. She's another justice. I had to admit, I, I didn't have any sex with anybody. And you know there are idiots in this country that are going to attack him, right? That's it. But I want you to hear uh, about how they're handling this with their two daughters. Here we go. It's very difficult. It's very difficult to have these conversations with your children, which we've had to have um, some broader terms for, and they know the truth. And we told them at the very beginning of this process, this will be not fun sometimes. You're gonna hear things that people feel strongly and you need to know that. And just remember, you know your dad. These kids, they turn on TV, it's everywhere, it's on there. Bring stuff. And these dirtbag freaking Democrats and these stupid idiots in the media. And then honestly, these two women. I, How could you be sure? The, nobody says, don't discount these women. By the way, the, the party that discounted women for a long time let this stuff go with the Democrats. Harvey Weinstein led the way. Matt Lauer led the way. Charlie Rowe, the ones that actually committed these crimes. They don't respect women. They were hanging out with Democrats all the time. Now, Brett, they never went crazy, the Democrats, over these guys, did they? But damn, Brett Kavanaugh, based on zero actual proof. Zero proof. They're the bad ones. One more, one more thing, right? This dumb thing. Yale University. This Ramirez lady, Debbie Ramirez, who claimed that he took it out, shoved it to her, then she told the New York Times... Well, I'm not really sure. She'll be actually a New Yorker. I'm not really could. And the New York Times reported that she said, I'm not even sure if it was Brett Kavanaugh that even did this. And of course, Susan Collins, Aunt Bethany up there, the main rhino that she is the senator. She's like, I want to hear from her. Anyway, Kavanaugh was asked about this. I thought it was interesting. Number 14 about this, uh, this ridiculous story. Here we go. I never did any such thing. Never did any such thing. The other people alleged to be there don't recall any such thing. If such a thing had happened, it would have been the talk of campus. I could have done such a thing. And the New York Times has reported that just last week, the person making the accusation was calling other classmates, saying she was not sure that I had done this. Again, again, just asking for a fair process where I can be heard and I can... And this, this letter, Chuck Grassley needs to have some freaking cojones and put his foot down. He got a letter from this Michael Bromwich, the attorney for Christine Ford. And they're upset. Christine Ford and Lawyer are very upset that a sex pro- a crimes prosecutor was hired to ask her questions by the Republicans. The is contrary to the majority's repeated emphasis on the need for the Senate and this committee's members to fulfill their constitutional obligations. It's also inconsistent with your stated wish to avoid a circus, as well as Dr. Blasey Ford's repeated requests through counsel that senators conduct the questioning. This is not a criminal trial for which the involvement of a... Hmm. They're already saying that the hearing is not going to be fair and respectful treatment for Dr. Ford. 
I guarantee you she's gonna right she's she's gonna she's not gonna show up eight eight zero k n s t eight eight zero five six seven eight Ryan is telling me to start with Steve Steve welcome to tonight to another uh I have Couple quick questions. Um, I listen accent. to your show for education. Uh, I'm not into politics. I have, I stay neutral when it comes to politics, but it's good to know what's going on in uh, sure. in life. So, two things. One is this lawyer for Stormy Daniels. Is he the new Democratic lawyer? Because I I read about him more. You know, against I, Trump. I, you know, I just don't understand if this is his five minutes of fame or what it is. But here's another thing that came to light recently. Hmm. Um, I was dreaming this one night, and I think. Three years old, yourself, myself, Reverend Al Sharpton, were playing stoop ball, run, catch, and kiss, and spin the bottle with a bunch of girls. Out with you? I'm not sure. Did Al, did Al, oh, no, no, did he grab you? Are you sure? not because you're an Islander fan, no, and I'm a I Ranger fan, so that just so wouldn't happen. Al has a thing but, for Rangers uh, fans. We're, he we're has a thing for Rangers fans. Team, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Um, but, yeah, I just, this is somebody finally has a lawsuit, sues someone, and wins and puts fear in other people. Now, I'm not saying what their claims are true or false. Can't do it. Can't do it, Steve. Steve, slow down. Slow down. You can't. Steve, slow down. You can't do it. The Supreme Court has ruled if you're a public figure, that was that was done, not just an opinion or a mistake. So if you're a public figure, you're an actor, you're an athlete, you're a politician, you're a business person, that's not, it is extremely hard to sue somebody for saying something bad about you. Wow. Yeah, because fortunately, that's the only thing I can, uh, you know, really base my, my, my thoughts on. There you go. Steve, I appreciate it, even though you're a Rangers fan. Thanks, boss. Bye. Yeah, there's nothing you can really do there. I like the Rangers. Get out. <laughs> That's All what right. it took. That's what it took. That's what it took. Um, yeah. All right. 880-KNST, 880-5678. We get more calls. Uh, you're getting the gist of this, right? I mean, you're you're getting all this. We got to get into games getting called out. You don't want to miss it. This this news cycle literally is every eight seconds. We got to play some highlights from Trump uh, at the UN this morning. Got to get into the Gallup story. Uh, it's all coming up. KNST AM seven ninety two sounds most stimulating talk. Your shot at one thousand dollars now. Text the word bills to two hundred two hundred. You'll get a text confirming entry plus IHR radio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's bills to two hundred two hundred. Oh, we got to get that coming up. Nine twenty eight. Garrett Lewis with you here. KNST AM seven ninety two sounds most stimulating talk. Ninety four and sunny today. So they're trying to make another story about this Kavanaugh. That name, Ken Starr, he was the uh, the man in charge of investigating Bill Clinton. He was the independent counsel when Clinton had the affair with Monica Lewinsky back in the 90s. So apparently, Brett Kavanaugh wanted, because of that, well, now it's over the line. It's over the line. Uh, don't they want, I mean, he believes in asking the president tough questions, any president. And it, we'll, we'll get to that. It's just, it's insane when you, when you hear this. We'll do a couple more of the president. Okay. A little more of the president. This is this morning at the UN. We'll get back to the Kavanaugh stuff. Listen to this president addressing the United Nations General Assembly. Here we go. U.S. Embassy in Israel, peace and stability in the region, including peace between the Israelis and the Palestinians. That aim is advanced, not harmed, 
by acknowledging the obvious facts. America's policy of principled, real, discredited ideologies and so-called experts who have been proven wrong over the years, time and time again. Boom, shakalaka, in your face. How about that? Principled realism. Those days are over. They are over. Okay? Now let's get to, you know, you wonder why Republicans now looked as a more favorable according to Gallup? Even though it's by one point. They have the highest favorability in seven years. Seven-year high. Why is that? Seven years ago, what happened? A Republican said John McCain ruined it all. So get this. Gallup released this poll. The Democratic Party's lead with American women has gone down six points over the past year. Now, women are still more likely to view Democrats more favorably. GOP rose from 35 to 40 percent among women in favorability. Democrats fell by a point from 49 to 48. Why do you think that happened? When it comes to men, well, a year ago, 40 percent of men viewed Democrats favorably, 37 percent Republicans. Favorability toward Democrats climbed one point to 41. Republicans have a nine-point lead. We were down three. Now they're up nine. Now we're up nine. How about that? Middle-class voters. A year ago, Democrats led Republicans 46 to 36 among voters earning 30 grand to 75 grand a year. Democrats lead 49-45. That is a hell of a shift there. Among low-income Americans and wealthy, Dems have the lead. But the advantage is even smaller. Low-income Americans, Dems have an 11 out there for you. Um, wait till you hear this story from the Today Show. The latest attack on Kavanaugh that is literally, I mean, it's just stupid already. It's literally stupid. That's all I can say for now. 9.32, you'll get it coming up right now on KNST. It's Fox. I appreciate it. Tomorrow at 7.10, we will get to that story about what's going on at that high school here in Southern Arizona. If you missed it, we, we decided to hold off on a day. And just to give you, before three things, give you some background, some perspective. Last Tuesday, Ryan and I called this high school, asked for the principal, left a message, said, "Got it. I need to ask you some stuff. Got video, got picture, got all kinds of stuff. Um, and he never got back to us. And then we found out that we knew, we knew someone that knew his dad, talked to his dad. His dad said, oh, man, I'll get him in touch with you. That was last Tuesday. Never heard anything. I gave him a week. So yesterday, at the end of the show, I teased I'll be talking about it today. Had it go through. I couldn't answer the phone, but I got a message from this principal, and I called him back maybe a half an hour later. He didn't answer, and he hasn't gone back to me, but I talked with Ryan. I'm like, okay. Ryan suggested I be nice. Wasn't nice. Just get the facts. We have facts. And then we'll get more facts. So anyway, he wants to head this off of the pass. I'm going to, wants to tell me his side or whatever, if he's doing anything, that's fine. But it still needs to be talked about because it's garbage as what's going on at this school. That's tomorrow morning at 710. Right here on KNST. See, I'm fair. I never said you weren't. Thank you. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, we don't know if this Christine Ford will actually show up. The Republicans had the audacity to hire an outside attorney who is a sex crimes expert to ask her questions. What is wrong with that? For once, senators, listen, most of these members of Congress aren't experts really at anything. They're doing the right thing. There's a chance she won't show. Chance you won't show. Second thing that I think you need to know, economies on fuego. 
Uh, consumer confidence, 18-year high. I think last month it was a 17-year high. This month it's an 18-year high. It's really incredible stuff. But the blue wave, huh? Third thing I think you need to know uh, is Kirsten Cinema. She's having a lot of problems with her campaign. She's caught in a lie now. One of her major parts of her campaign, it's been this. The New York Times did some investigation of all places, the New York Times, and they found out through her parents' divorce records that they actually were paying utility bills like electricity and gas and phone. So they said, what's up, Kirsten? You said your parents, you, you, that's a big deal. Three things I think you need to know. She had a lot of problems. Yet Martha won't, I mean, she's not, she's just not pulling it away. She, she's, it's just, she's not doing, uh, and whatever. You know, we could all be shocked and all of a sudden cinema loses by nine points, which probably will happen. Anyway, I know I teased that and I apologize, but there's something I want you to hear. Only if Republicans had the guts. You want to know why their favorability is, is, is at a seven-year high? Is one word. It's Trump. You're just a Trump sycophant. Yes. Yes, I am. This guy's freaking awesome, and he's crushing it. I just wish he'd just build the damn wall and say, forget Mitch and Paul. Messing with them. You know what? Don't sign. Shut the government down. Do this stuff. Take the money from Homeland Security. Build the damn wall. It's $25 billion. That's nothing. In the scheme of things, nothing. Now, the wall is being built. The media doesn't like to let you know. It's being built in El Paso. It's going up in places. Like, is it his, and I couldn't tell in the article if it was his actual, like, that I really want that aspect. But anyway, Trump this morning, after his UN speech, which was absolutely phenomenal, right? Phenomenal. Um, you forget Mitch and Paul build the damn wall. It's like that. I think that's, that's a good. new, uh... that forget Mitch and Paul build the damn wall. We're not going to have to deal with Paul for much longer. Uh, XR us. So Trump was talking to the media and they asked him about Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh. And this is what you get with this guy. He's freaking brutally honest. And, and America gets it. Democrats should be embarrassed at what Democrats are doing. The idiots don't mind it because they're just idiots. Uh, but it's obvious what's going on here. Like people, the media that's saying that the, the, uh, the blue wave is coming. I wonder what's a higher percentage. The media that said Trump has no chance to win and Hillary's going to win. Uh, what's higher that that percentage of the media or the percentage of the media that says a blue wave's coming? It's a good question, isn't it? Or is it the same exact ones over and over? Anyway, I want you to hear Kavanaugh and what the Democrats are doing. Listen to this. He's a high quality person. He's a great intellect. You're also not seeing him on his footing. This isn't his footing. He's never been here before. He's never had any charges like this. I mean, charges come up from 36 years ago that are totally unsubstantiated of, of a great country. You must say, how is this possible? 36 years ago, nobody ever knew about it, nobody ever heard about it, and now a new charge comes up. Yeah. And she said, well, it might not be him, and there were gaps, and she said she was totally inebriated, and she was, or not make him a Supreme Court judge because of that. This is a con game being played by the Democrats. Also, take a look at the lawyers. These lawyers are the same lawyers that have been fighting for years. They keep fighting. Take a look at the lawyers. And it's a shame that you can do this to a person's life. And I'll tell you, this system, to be a Supreme Court judge or to be a judge or to be even a politician, I can tell you that false accusation and false accusations of of all types are made against a lot of people. Yep, false accusations. This is a high-quality person, and I certainly hope it happens. And, and it'll be a horrible, horrible thing. 
for future political people, judges, anything you want. It'd be a horrible thing. Is it, it, it cannot. It cannot be allowed to happen. And the Dem, the Democrats are playing a con game. Yes. A con game. Is there any shame? Is there? And they know it's a con. Yep. They know it's a con. They know it's a con game. They know it's a con game. How about that? Isn't that refreshing? Somebody that calls them out. You don't have these wussified freaking Republicans. Oh, we want to hear from everybody that says these things that we know are utterly ridiculous because we can't say we don't want it. And he's like, oh, I'm not going to do anything. And he just wants to stick it to Trump. Flake is such a piece of crap. He doesn't like us. He is putting his own self-interest, his hatred of Trump over the country and what he works for you and me. And he doesn't care. That's why he's a jerk. Right to say that. Who's going to rip him for it? Who, the media? Ooh, they rip him for anything. He sneezes the wrong way. You know what this message is? Trump's giving that out there. He's saying it. And you know what he's telling people also? These, these Republicans grow a spine. Americans pick up on this stuff. And that's why we get frustrated and say, you stupid congressman or senator, how come you not see it in my way? They are. They just don't want to say it. And Trump's saying, get tough and call it out for what it is. Fight back. Fight back. What's the other option? Not fighting back? Do you think if you don't fight back, that all of a sudden the Democrats and the media are going to lay a said? Incredible. And that's why Trump is upset with Grassley. He's come out and said that Grassley, man, um, Trump is upset. He says that Grassley's getting taken advantage of. He's rolling over for Fordner lawyer. Because Trump's a businessman. It's called a deal. And if you keep getting rolled, if you keep giving in, you'll continue to keep giving in, which is why Trump is the art of the deal. You're not giving in. Not happening. Not happening. Man, um, that's my take. 880K. And watch it during the break. And it just needed to be said. We'll have to put off that video for the Today Show till tomorrow. Because I thought this was, um, this was just so much better. This was just so much better. Um, and I agree. And there, the phone lines are jammed. We'll get to you. I promise we'll get to you. Nine, we, we will see. We'll see if you're good.